The way we consume and share news today, it is larger rooted in social media outlets. A reason why we decided it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online for Social Media Minute. We're joined by Erica in the studio. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. Yes, we're here. Do you think this is how the Seesaw test takers feel? We've made it. Yeah. It's not just a regular, ordinary Friday, is it? I wonder how uh, they feel this morning as they <laughs> open their eyes and realize, oh, I did it. And it's that done. chapter is done with. Yeah. Well, for now. For, for some. now, I, I've got to say, I mean, just congratulations for just getting it done. Yep. It just sounds like a massive, massive yes. thing. <laughs> All right, let's jump into our first buzzword of the day. Now, if you've ever been to the Vatican Museums, like you wouldn't be strangers to hearing Koreans uh, halfway across the world. Yeah. I, I was surrounded by Koreans. Yeah, lots and lots of Koreans. And so maybe this comes <laughs> belatedly, the first ever Korean edition of the official Vatican Museum's guidebook. Yeah. Um, um, so it's it's official. Okay. The Embassy of South Korea to the Holy See uh, announced yesterday that uh, it has translated and published the official guidebook of the Vatican Museums in Korean. Uh, the publication is part of the 60th anniversary uh, celebrations of diplomatic ties between South Korea and the government of Vatican City. Mm. Um, the Korean edition of this guidebook uh, has actually been on display mm. at bookstores in the Vatican Museums since Monday, November mm. 13th. Now, this is the first time the Vatican Museum's official guidebook has been available in Korean. All right. So a moment to mark. Now, in 2021, the embassy donated a revised and supplemented Korean audio guide system for the Vatican Museums. Now, this is a written guide. That's right. This is a written guide. It's a book. Uh, The Vatican Museum's audio guides are currently available in 10 languages, Mm. uh, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, English, French, Italian, German, Spanish, Portuguese, and Russian. Now, until now, Korean was the only one of these 10 languages which uh, did not have a guidebook. Um, but uh, finally, this gap has been filled with the publication of the Korean edition. <laughs> so any of our Korean listeners, if you have plans to visit yeah. the Vatican Museum, you might have be in the mercy of the helpful guide. Yes. And you need a guide, uh, whether it's an audio or a book or a tour guide, because if you've been to the Vatican Museum, it's monumental. Yeah. The sheer scale of it, the amount of artworks in there. And uh, if you know the story behind uh, the the artworks yes. and uh, the relics, it's just that much more enjoyable and uh, interesting. And impressionable. Because yeah. frankly speaking, if you have zero knowledge walking into the Vatican Museum, it, it, you'd just be overwhelmed. Yeah, I mean, it's a beautiful painting, but that's it. But, right. Uh, yeah. And, you, would, and, and you, you run out of things to say, yeah. like, oh, this is a beautiful old painting. Yeah. <laughs> And then what, right? There's a full story behind That's it. Right. Why it's special. Why certain pieces don't necessarily look aesthetically beautiful, but uh-huh. it's meaningful. That's right. All right. So the Vatican Museums are among the world's largest. In case you didn't know, the museums are a must visit for travelers in Italy from all countries across <laughs> the world, to be honest with you. There's thousands of pieces of art and really some well-known pieces. That's right. Um, to talk about the museum just a little bit, uh, it was founded back in uh, 1509. Uh, it houses over 70,000. <laughs> pieces. I mean, it's expansive. Yep. Uh, 70,000 pieces of art, including ancient Roman, 
Roman mm. and uh, Egyptian artifacts, Renaissance masterpieces, mm. including the creation of the world mm. and the Last Judgment by Michelangelo. Mm. Uh, over six million people from around the world visit the museums each year. Uh, they're particularly popular among South Koreans. <laughs> now, the embassy has expressed its uh, hope that the publication of the Korean guidebook uh, will help Korean visitors mm. appreciate uh, the artworks more during their visit. There are a lot of marble sculptures like yeah. Pieta, for example, and you see it in person. It's nothing like the textbooks. No, not I at pro- all. I promise yeah. you. And I know very little about art. I just appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, on to our second buzzword of the day. Now, this is something that perhaps we need a little bit of help from our listeners. How do you feel yeah. about it? A controversy has flared mm. up over a court ruling that has deemed that the act of repurposing luxury items such as handbags, for example, mm. as not creative reworkings, but trademark infringement. That's right. And uh, this controversy has been escalating in recent days. Uh, what happened was there was a recent court ruling mm. uh, that deemed that the act of crafting wallets, making wallets by repurposing mm. uh, used luxury bags mm. uh, as a violation of trademark rights. Now, the practice is commonly referred to as Ripom right. or reform right. in Korean. So a lot of people are not happy with the court's decision, which uh, ordered the owner of this one business that repurposed Louis Vuitton bags mm. into wallets. Uh, the court has ordered the business to pay a compensation of 15 million won or $11,600. There are several businesses just peruse their social yep. media where they not only take vintage bags and turn it into smaller purses yes. or just you know add accessories mm-hmm. to make it more unique. Yep. And so this is not an isolated case, is it? Correct. Now, among the people who have spoken up uh, about the issue okay. is a professor at the Korea University's School of Law. His name is Park Kyung-shin and he expressed his discontent on social media uh, saying, should I owe a royalty to a pants manufacturer if I cut my worn pants to make shorts? Okay. Now, the, the, the professor explained that all forms of intellectual property rights, including trademarks, stick to the principle of exhaustion. Okay, I think we have to explain <laughs> what exactly is a principle of exhaustion. Yes, yeah, so if a creator receives a royalty at the initial point of product sale, uh, the intellectual property right becomes exhausted. Okay. Uh, so consequently, mm. they cannot demand additional royalties regardless of subsequent use or resale. Essentially because you've been paid for it already, yeah, you can't exactly. be paid twice. That's right. Okay. So this is why we are not obligated to pay royalties to the patent holders of uh. components when we, uh, say for example, sell smartphones mm. as secondhand items. Now, Louis Vuitton received payment for its bags, mm. which covers its trademark value mm. at the initial sale. Therefore, it cannot request extra royalties, even if the purchases modify the products. Okay, so because I think what the professor's trying to mm. highlight is that did an economic loss incur for the company and the short answer is no, no. because whoever if it's a if it's a vintage piece mm. for example which is a lot of the cases before it's turned into yep. smaller wallets for example or repurposed otherwise so it's it does not really result in an economic loss for the brand in Correct. the case of this Louis Vuitton yes. wallet and also there's another important point okay. here the owner of this reform business did not sell 
any oh. products. Rather, they simply fix products upon customer requests. Ah. Right. So many ordinary people are also expressing skepticism about the court's ruling, especially because a number of celebrities, well-known celebrities, have showcased... Yeah. The trend of repurposing their old used luxury goods. And before it was even a trend, I remember when G Dragon destroyed a very, very, very expensive yeah. bag <laughs> and he wore it to the fashion That's show right. of that brand. And we yeah. thought, is that is that something we should be doing? <laughs> yeah. Distressing expensive bags. And so the idea is once you own it, can you do whatever you want with it? Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that seems to be a question. Uh, the court ruling says no. Ah. Anyways, uh, webtoon artist Kian Persa shared a video on social media in the past mm. uh, you know showing his the reform of uh, a Gucci shoe that mm. he owns uh, similarly actress Tae Jung posted a video on her YouTube channel mm. uh, featuring a repurposed bag mm. using a luxury bag worth 10 million won okay so th- you can understand why this court ruling doesn't yeah. sit so well with the public how mm. do you feel listeners one of our listeners also chimed in I would call it creative recycling yep. designer companies didn't invent the idea of leather for right. example you're right mm. I mean it does have have, like they're very uh, recognizable logos, logos but yeah. maybe the point of this is if you've already paid for it I mean is it really oh. intellectual property mm. theft mm. leave it there for now <laughs> <laughs> our final buzzword of the day sellers are charging up to 3 million won for premium seats at the League of Legends World Championship Final. Yeah, that's, that's right. Um, you know, tickets for the final match, wow. uh, they're being sold online for more than 12 times their original price. Now, the finals are taking place uh, on Sunday this mm-hmm. weekend at the Kochak Sky Dome here in Seoul. And it's going to be a matchup between Faker Lee Sang-hyuk's T1 mm-hmm. and China's WBG, mm-hmm. Weibo Gaming for Audi. I mean, even if you don't follow League of Legends, yeah. you recognize some of those names and That's you can right. see the high stakes, mm-hmm. a lot of excitement. Well, more their demand, the higher the price. It's really simple. Now, the League of Legends World Championship has been held annually since 2011. It is the premier esports event. Champions from leagues around the world gather to determine the world's best team each year. You know, uh, for those of you who are not in the know, uh, the League of Legends World Championships, it, it garners as much interest as the FIFA World Cup. Mm. Uh, and uh, it's even named the League of Legends World Cup as All well. Right. Now, for the upcoming game on Sunday, ticket prices range from 80000 won, which is already pretty expensive, I mm. think, for the cheapest mm. Tier 8 seats, to 245000 won for the most expensive Tier 1 seats. Now, as of Wednesday, uh, posts on online secondhand trading platforms were offering Tier 1 seats for as much as 3 million won, 300 man won, or $2,320 each, which is, like I said before, more than 12 times the original price. Okay. Now, even CGV Live broadcast tickets are being sold on the black market, mm. uh, though they are priced at twice the rate of a regular movie ticket, mm. around 28000 won, significantly cheaper. Mm. Uh, there have been uh, completed transactions for CGV Gangnam double seats at 88000 won. I don't know, because those uh, live show seats Costs over two thousand dollars. Maybe eighty dollars feels a less yeah. less threatening. But In hey, comparison. but that's pretty expensive. Now that high school students are done with their college that's entrance right. exam, it is anticipated that many will be looking to attend the League of Legends World Cup Finals. Yeah. I can already see parents breaking their backs and banks <laughs> to get these. And of course, we've talked about this before, but uh, you know, new jeans—they're set to perform at the opening of the finals, which ah. is extra excitement for the fans. <laughs> and uh, there's going to be cheering events in Kwangwamun's 
square. So, you know, if you're a fan. All right. I mean, the common square is just open to anyone who's yep. willing to attend, mm-hmm. right? All right. So there's ways to celebrate League yep. of Legends otherwise. <laughs> Thank you so much, Erica. Have a great weekend, Lena. See you next week. Bye. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.